Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 17, Sadhatraya Vibhag Yoga, Yoga of three types of faiths. We had been learning in Bhagavad Gita that our goal in life is to find ultimate happiness. And one thing we have noticed in our life is that I only can feel happy when my mind is happy. So the goal is to keep this mind in a happy mode. And for that, I have to purify my mind. Purify my mind and intellect, which is an internal instrument to achieve the ultimate goal of liberation. Liberation from my limitations. Right now, the limitations which I have create sorrows and anxieties and regrets. So to become Ultimately happy, I need to get out of my limitations. Limitations are right now because of my identification with this body, mind, and intellect. Mind is the tool I use to decide whether I'm happy or unhappy. So my first goal is to purify my mind so mind remains in a happy mode. So the manaprasada. So we have seen in this chapter that as my mind so is my personality, my faith. So Bhagavan said that there is someone who has no guidance from the scriptures or from a guru or from any wise person, but each one of us has faith that I will achieve happiness one way or other. And then wherever my faith is that my happiness lies, those are the pursuit I will pursue. So Arjuna asked Bhagavan, what kind of a faith is that? And Bhagavan said, this faith can be of three different kinds. This faith also can be sattvic, rajasic or tamasic. Depending on mind being sattvic, rajasic, tamasic, you will be convinced your happiness lies in those type of endeavors. So Bhagavan said that your faith, your mental texture, as the faith, so is the person. As the person, so is the faith. So it is very important for me to understand what is making me unhappy, what makes my mind unhappy. And therefore this chapter, for us to understand that how sattva, rajas and tamas affect my life. So the first thing we have seen, Bhagavan said that everything you do in life will be controlled by your mental makeup. The type of food you like, type of food you will take, the yagnas which you perform, all the effort you put for the greater good, but that greater good also includes myself. So therefore, all my actions which I perform are basically to achieve the ultimate goal of becoming happy. 
So those actions which I offer as my sacrifice to get my happiness is my yagna. See, those yagnas will be also of three different types. Sattvic, Rajasik and Tamasik. So we have seen that the Ahara, the Sattvic people will eat what is good for them and nutritious. Rajasik people will eat whatever is, is pleasant, it feels good, and Tamasik will whatever they do. Yagnas, Sattvic people will perform without any expectation for the fruits. The Rajasik will have a goal in mind, what he wants to get out of this effort, and Tamasik just doesn't care. Then we talked about tapas, austerities. But in our life, we call it discipline. They have to discipline myself to do this. I was just reading this morning. Now the new research says that not doing exercise is as bad as smoking cigarettes every day. I better be careful because I'm the one who obviously does not get motivated for exercise that easily. So disciplines. So now I say, well, I need to exercise. That's a discipline. That's something I'm telling myself I need to perform to be in a good shape. I want to be in good shape because I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy because that makes me happy. So ultimately all the tapas which we do, all the disciplines which we practice are for my happiness. And Bhagavan said it is performed at three different levels. You perform at your physical level in your actions, you perform at your speech level, and you perform at the mental level. So the actions level, my actions should be helping others and not harming others. All my activities, I keep in mind that my actions are for the greater good. Once I take care of the greater good, I'm already included in it. Because any action performed by any one person in this universe affects the entire universe. We know that. We are all connected with each other. If one person in family is unhappy, it makes the whole family unhappy. So we know that, that why I should be performing this for greater good? Because it ultimately will affect me. If someone is suffering, that suffering will eventually come down to me. So Bhagavan said that the tapas are performed at three different levels. Physical, my activity should be such that it is for the greater good. Then at the speech level, my speech should be such that it is truth, but pleasant sounding truth. All we husbands have good idea when your wife says, how do I look? <laughs> do you really want to be truthful or really want to be? You can be truthful, but has to be pleasant sounding. Satyam vada, priyam vada. Bhagavan said your actions should be for the benefit of others only. It should be beneficial. My speech should be not only truthful, pleasant, but it's for the benefit. If I tell somebody a truth, it has to for his or her benefit. Not just because I want to be Satyavadi Harishchandra. So it's at the speech level and then at the mental level. I may be acting in a manner that it looks so sattvic, I may be speaking so softly and nicely, but if there is noise in my mind which is completely different from my actions and my speech, 
is eventually affect my speech and my action. Therefore, at the mental level, the tapas is tough, Bhagavan said. And all these three, now when I'm performing, it can also be the same three categories of sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic. Again, my tapas is for not forgetting anything out of it, but it is something I need to do. So that's the purification of your internal instrument. My tapas is to purify my internal instrument so that I can experience that happiness in my mind. And the last thing we are seeing is the dana. Charity is, our general idea is that it is to help others. In reality, charity is to help yourself. Therefore, Swami Vivekananda said, if you find somebody who is worthy of helping, when you help, thank him to give opportunity to help so that I can help myself. Dhanam is for me to purify my mind and control my ego. So Dhan gives me the opportunity to purify my mind by giving away things which are abundant with me. So Dana is also a social phenomenon to keep the equilibrium in the society. We know that in any given society there will be income inequality. People are not born with the same resources and therefore there will be inequality. And if I happen to be the one who is fortunate enough to have more than what I need, it becomes my duty. And it becomes my means to purify my mind by doing charities. So charities are strictly for me and not for others. So when the I perform charities, I must be very clear why I'm performing these charities. So there Bhagavan said that these charities can be seen as three types again. Sattvic, Rajasik or Tamasik. First one says Datavyam iti yaddanam diyate an upakarine. Very first requirement for an appropriate sattvic dana, which will give you the most result of what you're looking for. What you're looking for in your life is to purify your mind to a point that it is always in a sunny, bright mood and you're always happy. You do not want to be grouchy and unhappy and complaining and regretful. So, to keep my mind in that mode, I'm performing all of this. I'm eating right food, I'm doing right yagna, I'm doing right tapas. Bhagavan said, Dan, when I do also, I have to keep in mind that I'm doing it for me. And therefore, I should know how to make these charities. So, the first requirement is Datavyam iti. It has to be done. I see a cause and realize there is no other way but for me to help them. You are going on a road and you see a little child is just about to get hit by a car. You don't really sit down and say, is there is sattvic act or rajasic act or is there a tamasic act? At that point, you have no other thought than I need to help that child. Get him or her out of the harm's way. So when you do a charity and you have that attitude, it has to be done, datavyam, it has to be done. Then that's the right charity. And then, diyati an upakarine. When you give that, 
not by obliging that person. As we were kind of, actually, you should thank him that you are obliging me to giving me a chance. If there is no one to help, who are you going to help? When we were at the old temple, that we were having this Annadhanam. Every Sunday, people who come there, as you are feeding, who are already fed, yes. it is not Annadhanam. It is just a party you are having every week. We all get together, that's not Annadhanam. When a person needs food and you give him food, that's Annadhanam. Person already fed, you can't give him food and say it's Annadhanam. So Bhagavan said, I'm not obliging you by doing this charity. Deshe kale cha patre cha taddanam satvikam smrutam. When it is given at a right time, at a right place, to the right person. So if I want to help somebody, and that person is now sitting in a group of his friends and then going to say, You told me that you need help. Here is my hundred dollars which you asked for. You are actually insulting him in front of his friends and families. He didn't want other people to know his problems. He came to you to ask for help. And now you're helping him in the wrong place. Well, everybody's sitting and just having a normal conversation. And you stop everyone and say, I'm going to help you. The wrong place, wrong time. You should also not help somebody who you know that does not need any help. Sometimes people say, well, I don't get chance to do all this social work. I want to do social work. But people are not making me president of this organization. They don't need you. And you shouldn't worry about it. The Bhagavad says the Patra. Only help someone who really needs help and seeking help. When you find that opportunity, take that opportunity. That is God's given to you. Consider that is God's blessing that you came across this opportunity to help that person. And therefore you're helping. Bhagavan said that's a sattvic dana. You're not expecting anything out of it. Just like the example of a child in a harm's way. When you help that child, you're not expecting anything, not even thank you from anybody. At that point, your only thought is, I need to get that child out of the harm's way. It's the exact same emotion you should have when you give somebody any help, a dana. That person needs help, and I have mentioned, I need to help that person. That's about it. Bhagavan says, that's a sattvic dhanam. Yattu prati upakarartham phalam uddhidasya vapunaha diyateche pariklistam taddhanam rajasam smritam In contrast to that, that gift which is given in view to receive return, you know, Falam Uddhirdasya. I'll make this donation and I can get this tax benefit. And at least people will think that he is a good donor. I'm doing these charities, so it will help my business. So all companies try to, we are connected, we give back. All that is actually marketing. If it doesn't help the bottom line, you don't want to do it. So Bhagavan said, that's still a charity. And I always say, even with that intention, if somebody is doing charity, do not stop him. Because it is not helping him. It is helping the person who is receiving the help. So it is still a charity, but it's not helping 
the one who is making the charity. The first one is helping the one who is making the charity. You always feel good when you do something good for others. You do not feel as good when you do something selfishly. You may think you benefited, but it does not make you warm and fuzzy in your heart. But when you do something without an expectation for someone, it gives you the nice warm and fuzzy feeling, which is what we call it, is a manaprasadaha. That is the prasad you got in your mind. You got your reward. Yattu prati upakarartham, I'm obliging you. Okay. Well, you don't really deserve it, but I'm helping you. Or next time, be careful. So this prati upakarartham, I'm doing it to oblige somebody and also expect something in return. I'm helping you right now. Make sure that I and I need help of any kind. Help me. That help may be a different kind. It may be monetary. It may be a physical protection. Whatever that is. But there is something in return I'm looking for. Bhagavan said, Diyatecha pariklishtam also grudgingly. I really didn't want to give. Most of our charities unfortunately fall in this category. You get a phone call from an organization. Neil, I'm writing down 10,000 for you. No, no, not 10,000. I can't give 10,000. Okay, no, at least 5,000. Eventually, you end up giving 3,000. But that also very grudgingly. That also will make sure that my name is there. As I said the last time that I was totally surprised when we had this pillar program at the temple. Every other donation we had a tough time getting because you did not know whether where they are going to recognize it. Pillar was sure shot. You know that your name will be there on the pillar. And I said, that's going to cost us a lot of money to build these pillars. And to collect that much money, I don't know, is it going to be possible? The guy who put the program said, Neil, you don't worry about it. You just design it. Whatever it costs, we'll get our money back. And sure enough, that program was the most successful fundraising for Hindu temple. There's nothing wrong in it because it did help the temple. It does not help the person who gives the charity. It does not give him that sense of satisfaction that he did something good. Not as much. So Bhagavan said, Pariklistam, grudgingly giving also. Tad dhanam rajasam srutam. It is done out of rajasic tendencies. Let me make sure that I get something out of it before I make donation. Also make sure that it's going to be recognized. And I can put it on my website. We donate money. We used to have Christmas parties at our office. And then we decided one time when I think there was cannabis collapsing in 2008 and nine. let's not spend money on Christmas party. We can make small donation to Feed More organization. We send a check to Feed More. And then we put on every card we send out for Christmas, greeting cards. In lieu of our Christmas party, we made donation to feed more. We want to make sure that everybody knows that we made donation. Bhagavan said that's a Rajasik dan. That charity. It is charity. It did help feed more. But it was for a purpose of let everybody know the why we don't have party this year. Bhagavan said that's Rajasik. It has its own benefits but not to you, the giver, the one who receives it. The last one he says, Adesikale yadnanam apatre bhyascha diyate. 
असत्कृतम अवज्ञातम तत्तामसम उदाहृतम लास्ट ऑफ तामसिक रॉन्ग प्लेस रॉन्ग टाइम टू रॉन्ग पर्सन एक्जैक्ट ऑपोजिट ऑफ दिस सात्विक दिस दैन नॉट ओनली डज नॉट गिव यू एनी बेनिफिट बट मे हर्ट द सोसायटी यू हर्ट द पर्सन हू इज रिसिविंग इट फर्स्ट वन हू इज हेल्पिंग बोथ द वन हू इज रिसिविंग इट एंड वन हू इज गिविंग द मोस्ट बेनिफिट इज रिसीव बाय द वन हू इज गिविंग सेकेंड वन इट गिव द लीस्ट बेनिफिट टू द गिवर बट द मोस्ट बेनिफिट टू द वन हू रिसीव इट he gets whatever 250 dollars you give last one actually hurts the one who is receiving it so hurts you the one who is giving you give person who has bad habits you give the money you are only encouraging his bad habits even more one who is not working but you keep helping him by supporting him you are making more dependent than if he had to work because he can't have any money so what is that's a wrong patra wrong time swami chinmayananda explained this in a last lecture he last came just before he took samadhi and he said i really deserve i am a right patra deserving candidate if you want to give me 100000 dollars i'm deserving it give it to chinmayamishan it's fine but not when i'm giving lectures you come to a lecture where swami ji is giving like lecture to 500 people you stop everybody and say swami ji I, i just want to take time to give you this check for 100000 dollar wrong time wrong place i will not be thankful i'll kick you out of the room i don't want you 100000 wrong place right path but wrong time wrong place so giving done in right manner which will benefit me the most to purify my mind and intellect to control my ego or i can get the least benefit of getting little marketing benefit that people say why well, they are good donors and the last one is actually hurting give donation to terrorist organization you know this organization is harming others to support that organization it not only hurts you it will hurt the world around you So therefore bhagwan said be careful in using your charities we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ